What's up, everybody? Welcome to Investing in Cannabis. I'm your host, Brandon David. Welcome to Seattle. Welcome to the future. We are in one of the few states in the U.S. that are recreational, full adult use. We've taken a road trip up here to feature some of the founders, the investors, the lawmakers, the growers. It's been an amazing time. It's what California has to look forward to. Tune in, listen up, get acquainted. Trek, thanks so much for having us here. Amazing, dope office. We're in Seattle. Look at this amazing backdrop behind us. Tremendous hospitality. Thanks for doing it. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Appreciate you guys uh, coming out here. So I think most people know Dope Magazine, but I was looking at the website last night. You guys do a lot of different stuff. You going to take me through the different pieces of, of Dope? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, we started as a magazine, Dope Magazine, uh, defending our patients everywhere. And it's kind of evolved into defending our plant everywhere. Um, uh, but outside of the magazine, um, uh, our two main verticals uh, would be our events um, and our, um, our product lines um, and our curation of products. So um, uh, our two main events are the, uh, the Dope Industry Awards uh, and the Dope Cup. Uh, dope cups, you know, real similar, like uh, um, High Times Cannabis Cup, Got except it. for, you know, we uh, put our dope spin on it. Um, you know, we uh, throw around the, the term. So people submit products, strains, and yep. then you have judges. They pick the best ones. Yep, have judges. And uh, um, last year we did our fifth annual dope cup here in, uh, or not last year, uh, in April, we did our fifth annual dope cup here in Seattle and first ever medical and recreational cannabis cup in the world. Oh, nice. With consumption on site. Nice, yeah. nice. And do you get to be a judge for that? That sounds like a tough job. I so. don't. They would think that it would probably be a um, conflict of conflict interest. Conflict of interest. I don't think so. <laughs> it's your deal, whatever. Yeah. Uh, give me a feeling for sort of the, the scale of the magazine. You know, what's, what's the readership like? I know you're in all of the, the major markets, yep. but you know, give me a, a, a sense for the scale of the reach. Yeah, for sure. So um, uh, exciting, awesome news for us. Uh, this February, we launched nationally. Um, so we're now in 24 states, a uh, little over 100,000 copies a month, a um, little over 2,000 uh, uh, direct distribution points as far as you know, medical, recreational, uh, dispensaries, co-ops, depending on where you live. Um, and then... Uh, we have localized markets. So Washington, Oregon, Colorado, Northern California, Southern California, mm -hmm. Arizona, and Nevada mm -hmm. have a, a, um, a local magazine got it. Um, where it's specific for them. It's still got the same national plate in it, so you get all that national information, got but then it's got um, uh, additional... So it's like a double issue yeah, because exactly. you're in that area. Yep, and then it'll be specific for that issue. You know, So you know, in, in Nevada, you're talking about you know, the new laws and new regulations. Washington, you know, you're talking about um, you know, how the rec stores are and the fact that we just you know, last month hit a billion dollars in, in revenue in what's it been 18 19 months wow. something like that yep. so yeah it's cool fascinating that you divide northern and california uh, southern california <laughs> i'm a californian i have to ask how, how does that decision come down uh you know it was it was uh, uh um it was a battle back and forth you yeah. know some of us said california is its own place some of us said california is five places yeah um and we're almost wanted to do northern central and, and southern <laughs> california and um, uh, to be honest, it really came because of the, uh, the localized edition. So we just found that when we went to the communities and talked to them, you know, the Northern California community and, and being, you know, up by Sacramento, um, 
was a lot different than you know down in San Diego and LA and kind of how the climate and and uh, um, and there's plenty of content. Yeah, and there's plenty of places, content, yeah. plenty of stores, and at the same time, it's it's so huge that you know the guy who's got a dispensary down in in LA is not really concerned about advertising sure. to the guy who lives up in Sacramento. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it was yeah, a little bit sense. of advertisers and content and just the size of the market. That makes sense. Yeah, tell me a little bit about the the content selection process. You know, what's the editorial team like and who do they decide what, what to feature? How do they decide? Uh, we've got a, a, an amazing editorial team uh, led up by one of the co-founders, Evan Carter, uh -huh. um, and he runs the entire magazine side of the business. He's the president of the magazine. Um, and then we've got a couple amazing su uh, uh, supporting staff, you know, our, um, uh, and you know, our team, kind of uh, figures out what's, you know, obviously our finger's always on the pulse. So, you know, what's important national news, what's going on, um, what's, you know, the hottest thing, you know, trending, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. And then, you know, we really try to dig into what's going on in a specific community. You know, are there any initiatives coming out? Are there any, you know, uh, crazy trials where patients are, you know, getting arrested mm -hmm. or, you know, children, you know, uh, you know, not being able to have access to their medicine. Mm -hmm. um, and then we also do through our website and, uh, and other platforms have submission mm -hmm. options where people can kind of say, hey, we just saw about this. Someone should be talking about it. Why isn't anybody talking about yeah. this? So. And then you have these great, like, reoccurring columnists. Like, I know Debbie Goldsberry, yep. a friend of mine from the Bay Area, does one. How, how did that kind of get started? I mean, you just reach out to these people individually and say... Uh, so, I th I, that kind of started really when the magazine first started. And, um, you know, we sat down and said, how are we going to build this magazine? What does it look like? Um, and we decided on, okay, we should, you know, create some reoccurring sections, you know, patient of the month, uh, co-op of the month, grow of the month, strain of the month. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously it's evolved and that's kind of the evolution of it is, um, you know, things like that. And like I said, sometimes people contact us and say, hey, I'd love to do, you know, this, uh, you know, year-long piece on, mm. um, you know, road trips throughout California or... I think right now we're doing a, uh, um, a piece that's, I believe, only online because of time sensitive, uh, but it's a, um, a gentleman who's biking from Washington down to California, and mm -hmm. he's just, you know, stopping along the way and hitting cool. dispensaries and grows. Can of tourism. Yeah, can of tourism, right? Yeah, yeah very, Bye very bike. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Buy bike. So one thing that I think about a lot, being that we're, we're media and we, we get out to the world and we kind of spread the, the good word is the way in which we position the cannabis industry. I mean, I very much think there's a right way to talk about it and a wrong way to talk about it. And if we're going to pull it out of the black market fully, now thankfully in Seattle, you're a little further along than we yeah. are in California, but there is still a black market for, yeah. oh, for cannabis here. Um, you know, we've got to do this in a professional way. I mean, do you guys think about that? I mean, what are the what are the standards, sort of the ethics that you, you operate around here? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, integrity is one of the most important things that we talk about here all the time. Yeah. Um, and I totally agree with you. Um, and we think there's a huge difference between medical marijuana, medical cannabis, and recreational cannabis. Mm. And uh, that's something that we try to pay a lot of attention to. And like you mentioned, we're in Washington, we're in a bit of a bubble. Mm -hmm. And we have to constantly remind ourselves that just because we don't see what we saw three, four years happening here to patients yeah. and, and happening doesn't mean that everywhere else it's not happening. Yeah. Because uh, it is happening. It is happening everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's insane. And, you know, it's like we say, you're in a bubble kind of in Washington and, and Colorado and now Oregon a little bit. So um, that's important to us and, and paying attention and making sure that, uh, you know, we run the magazine with integrity. We represent the industry with integrity and we work on 
building an industry that does come out of the shadows um, and shows that it's got business professionals, it's got people that are passionate about this plant, it's got people that this plant saves lives, saves family members' lives, um, and you know, it's it's a plant that people like to consume and yep. get high and you know hang around their house and instead yep. of having a glass of wine or maybe with a glass of wine. Yeah, I think it's so important uh, for the rest of the world to realize that that's okay. Yeah. Right, that there are people that do real shit with their lives. That's the way I am, that's the way you are, that's the way my, my team is. And then they like to have some cannabis as well. Yeah. Right, it's not that big of a deal. And uh, yeah, I think people just fail to see that. They see this like this taboo kind yeah. of black thing. Yeah, anyway. I think it's that, you know, it's that stigma that it's always had yeah. where for some reason you can't explain it. You can even have a conversation with them and have this conversation we're having and they get it. You know, a week later, their old patterns kick up and they just mm. so can't comprehend that it's, I mean, what's the difference between having a glass of wine, which in my opinion is more different and has harmed countless more people than smoking a joint in your house ever will. Absolutely, absolutely. So one of the important pieces of doing this in the right way, I think, is like the syntax and words that we use. Yeah. Right? So I try to use the word cannabis as yep. much as possible. I think that's sort of the, the best sort of scientific word for it, right? But I hear pot all the time. I hear weed. I say weed too sometimes. But how do you think about that? And then like dope, right, <laughs> as, a, as a name. Mm -hmm. I mean, dope has a lot of connotations. How yep. did you guys arrive on, on that name? Uh, so it, it um, you know, it, uh, uh, it was a phone call that we had, um, you know, and... Uh, well, a little bit of the backstory to it. Uh, yeah, take us back to that. So, that, uh, yeah. myself and, uh, and and David Tran, um, our, our CEO and, and co-founder, and I believe uh, Nathan Chrysler, um, another one of the co-founders, uh, were sitting in the uh, the lobby of um, uh, of our co-op at the time, Conscious Care Cooperative, and um, I had known Wes uh, of Northwest Leaf um, at the time, and we had been throwing around this concept. Well, he actually, you know was thrown around the concept to me about a magazine. We were thinking about a magazine. We talked about working together, didn't. I was sitting there with Tran and Tran was like, God, there's nowhere to advertise. At the time, there was a small little booklet. You know, there's no information, there's nothing. He looked at his coffee table and he's like, you know, there's no information here. Mm. And at the time, he was friends with James and, uh, and Evan and they at the time had a magazine, D-List, which was a local nightlife bar, you know, that kind of scene, food, wine yeah. magazine that they'd been running for six years. And uh, we called him up and asked him if they wanted to go grab sushi for lunch real quick. <laughs> and uh, we went and grabbed, uh, grabbed lunch and sketched out the concept of, uh, of the magazine on a napkin, asked him if they thought it could work. Uh, they said, yeah, we can get it done. We said, all right, well, we want it done in three weeks to they launch it. They said yes on the spot. On man. the spot, yeah. And uh, well, in theory, they said yes on the spot. Okay. You know, we could do it. And we like, all right, we got to get it done in three weeks because Hempfest is in three weeks and that's where we want to launch. Okay. Um, and uh, James said, well, we need a name. I said, all right, well, let's think about it. Uh, about 15, 20 minutes later, he calls us up and says, Dope Magazine. And, um, you know, the name kind of hits you, you know, kind of hits you right in the yeah. face, you know, especially with all the, you know, uh, connotations and stuff around the, yeah. uh, around the word. And we thought about it as, as a chance to kind of show that it's a new industry. Mm -hmm. You know, dope doesn't mean to our generation, you know. Yeah, retake the word. Yeah, it doesn't mean smack or heroin or yeah. whatever it means. You know, yeah. it means cool, hip, new, 
you know, exciting, all these things. So we so, wanted to reclaim the word and reclaim this industry and reclaim this plant. I, I love the word dope. I use that word. Yeah. Right. I, not just for cannabis. It's, this lunch is dope. Yeah. You know? This day is dope. Your office is dope. Like, it's dope, you know. But uh, at, at the same time, uh, I know that there are other people that just have such a negative connotation. And it is an older generation, yeah. right? And I think it's a really interesting trend of cannabis companies sort of poking fun at that, mm -hmm. right? So I did, I interviewed Anslinger Capital earlier today, <laughs> yeah. right? That's I mean, a great name. Harry Anslinger is like the first treasurer of the <laughs> DEA or something, mm -hmm. like totally anti-cannabis. Uh, the Gateway Incubator yeah. in Oakland, like they're kind of playing on that gateway. I love that. Yeah. I just, I love it. It's really it's cool. awesome. Yeah. You know, and it shows kind of the, the fun side of the industry a little bit. And like yeah. you said, you know, kind of retaking this. There's been years of, of all this, you know, I mean, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but, you know, negative propaganda around the plant for, Whatever the reason may be, everyone's mm -hmm. got the reason of why. But mm -hmm. you know, it's it's kind of re reclaiming it, and retaking it, and say, you know, this is this is a medicine. This is an amazing way to wind down better than a glass of wine or or whatever it may be. So yeah, yep. it's exciting. So you pick the name. Yep. You get a prototype together for Hemp Fest. I'm I'm assuming. Yep. Uh, when do you get to the point where like, hey, this is a real business? and we need to find some investors? How do we take it to the next level? You know, when does that kind of kick in from the, from the MVP stage to? Well, uh, real quick, I want to say it was exciting too because um, our, uh, we landed uh, the mayor of Seattle on our first cover, Mayor McGinn, and he was speaking out at HempFest. So okay. the name really got some attention because you can imagine the older generation and the people running against him yeah. seeing Mayor McGinn with the word dope over his wow. head speaking at the HempFest. Wow, so it's, what a scene. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. Um, but really, uh, you know, we... So tremendous response from that initial event. Oh, right off the bat, yeah. it was great, you know. And it just kind of played on that word again. And, and, you know, we obviously have it defending our patients everywhere. So it's kind of hard for someone to poke fun at that, too. And this is like 2011, something yep. like that? 2000, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then so at the time, you know, uh, there was five founders. There was five of us doing everything. You know, we all wore a different hat. You know, I've run the sales department before. I've you know, uh, uh, done content before, did all the meetings, putting it all together. The five of us, um, cool. uh, James and Evan were still running D-List Magazine. Okay. Um, been around for six years. Myself, Nate, and, and uh, James, or myself, Nate, and Tran were still running our, our Dispensaries Conscious Care Cooperative, yeah. and this was kind of the side project. And it just grew and grew and got momentum. and Took more and more of your time. Yeah, the, sucked yeah. more and more of our time. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, James and Dave said, we got to sell D-List. This magazine's way better than that, which in a million years they would have never, you know, thought at the time. And, uh, um, you know, we uh, had some partners in the dispensaries and they kind of took that over and we just got sucked more into this. And, you know, probably two years after the magazine was established, we really all sat down and kind of had that aha, aha moment and decided, you know what, I think out of everything we're doing, this has the best potential, we're the most passionate about it, it allows us to touch this industry in so many ways, um, let's all make this commitment together, we're going to give it 100%. Mm -hmm. And that's basically when it started and, you know, we uh, started busting out business plans and digging deeper and deeper into it and raising a little bit of money here from a friend, a little bit of money there from a friend, and, um, you know, found one or two big investors and you get these strategic partners and really just started snowballing from there. That's tremendous. I mean, I walk in your office here and it's a bustling, like vibrant environment. You have a pretty good sized team now. And it's just fascinating to me. I mean, cannabis, most cannabis companies are infantile, right? They don't, office space is hard to get mm -hmm. for some cannabis companies. How does it make you feel after, you know, that conversation, that restaurant to 
to be here with a full office. You're moving to a bigger office next week, yep. right? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, crazy. it's exciting. You know, sometimes we pinch ourselves because, you know, the old saying, you know, you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's it feels great. It's amazing. It feels great to be able to, you know, work with other people, employ people, give them a chance, you know, mm -hmm. our employees, you know, writers and photographers and people that went to business school and now they can take that and yep. take their MBA and apply it to apply Canvas, their which yeah. they would have never imagined. So, you know, it feels great. It's, it's, it's been quite a ride. Um, you know, and we look back too. I mean, we'll, uh, uh, in this August, we'll be five years old. Wow. So for the cannabis industry, you know, we, we've time. been around for a while. That's a very long time. Yeah. Very, very, very cool. Um, what's kind of the, the culture here like? Well, first, maybe tell me a little bit about the team. How many people are on the, on the team right now? Uh, you know, it varies because we've got, um, well, not that it varies, but uh, we've got uh, our Seattle office. We've got our Colorado office. Um, California and Oregon. Okay. And then we've got, um, you know, freelance writers and photographers. So I think the total team, if you include freelance and all that, is, you know, almost 70 people. Wow. Um, and I think we've got about uh, 50 in-office employees and then here in Washington, uh, 20 to 25. Um, you know, we're constantly growing, so it's... And what's the culture like here every day? I mean, uh, how, how big of a part is, is cannabis of this office, you know? It's, it's a big part. Um, you know, I mean, we always say the dope lifestyle. You got to live the dope lifestyle. Yeah. You got to be dope. Well, that's part of the authenticity, of mm -hmm. it, right? Yeah. And um, you know, and uh, it's interesting to bring up uh, cannabis involved with with work, right? Because you know, you imagine you work in the cannabis industry is everyone just smoking weed and getting high all the time and yeah. how could you not be? And it's hard to separate that and be like, hey, we're a business, you know? Yep. You can't go down to your car every five minutes and smoke a joint. You know, you've got, you know, a magazine that's gotta get out on time. You've got deadlines, deadline, yeah. you know? Um, so it's, it's kind of a fine line between that. Obviously everybody here is, besides maybe one or two employees, sure. cannabis consumers, yeah. but you know, uh, at the same time, everybody here is business professionals and, and take it seriously. So is there an official policy or you just, it's not something you really have to worry about? It's not something you have to yeah. worry about. You know, if you're a, a smart enough individual, you can control yourself. Yeah, no, that's the overwhelming vibe that I get from companies uh, is that everybody's obviously very green powered, mm -hmm. right? But it's never an issue. They no. get their shit done. Uh, again, it goes back to sort of uh, breaking down that stereotype. Yeah. There are lots of people in the world that are very successful, highly productive people that also like cannabis. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Right? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. That's. I mean, some of our biggest clients when we had our, our dispensary were Microsoft employees. Yeah. You know, and um, when we've got our design team locked in the room for hours, you know, or for days before print, it's another story too. You know, they smoke a couple blunts and you know, have some great cannabis and zoom in on designing, you know, designing, you know, one of the, the covers for Cliff Robinson. I mean, you should see some of these pictures before we yeah, get Yeah, let's them. talk about some of this stuff that we have on the table here. So we got the 5950 yep. snapback. That's pretty cool there. What What is this? What are we looking at here? So this is a Dope Industry Award. Okay. Um, and uh, so that's one of the, the two uh, um, main events we do. So the Dope Industry Awards is kind of like the Grammys for cannabis. Yep. Uh, first event of its kind. And this is where we reach out and, and recognize the people behind the industry. So, you know, uh, with things like um, uh, Activists of the Year or Lifetime Achievement Award, which yep. we call the Emory because it was uh, first given to Mark Emory. Okay. Um, you know, Best Bud Tender. Um, this one is... Uh, best, best Bud Tender. Yeah, Best Bud Tender. So you're nominated for that? or Yeah, yeah. So, so it's all nominations. Um, and... Um, Basically, there's a process where for, I believe it's uh, uh, one month, 
people can go online to the website and nominate anybody for the categories. Okay. And then once the nominations are in, I believe it's the top 10 most nominated, um, top five, top 10, it, it depends on the state and, and the amount of nominations. Yep. Um, and those are, are now the ones you get to vote on. And then for another month, voting opens and people go online and vote for who they think their favorite bud tender is or mm. who they think the best grow is. Mm. And uh, you know, we keep, cool. it, keep it locked away in secret and then you know, have an awesome event where everybody dresses up in suits and ties and, and you know, just celebrates award the award show. Yeah, like an award it's show. great. Cool. All right. Moving on here. Who was this one? I think this was uh, Best Indoor Grow. Give a little shout out to Solstice. Solstice Best nice. Indoor Grow. Very nice. And Dutch Masters. They were one of the sponsors. Do you like indoor? You like outdoor? Where do Where do you land on uh, that? You know the the crazy uh, crazy debate on that. Now don't be um, PC here. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, um, you know, indoor came around because it had to. Sure. Um, and outdoor is the future in my opinion. Mm. Um, you know, greenhouse probably yep. and, and very sophisticated outdoor, but it's hard to not want to work with, uh, I don't know, 10 million watt, 100 Absolutely. billion watt sun Absolutely. you got. Um, but uh, you know, right now, you know, there's definitely a difference in, in quality between indoor and outdoor, and usually the indoor product is of a higher quality right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, and why is that? Why do you think that is? I mean. Because I've had assorted outdoor strains that are great. Yeah. They really are good, but across the board, it just doesn't compare for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree, and I mean, I don't know exactly why. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine, you know, I'm I'm not an expert grower. I've I've grown for you know almost ten years, but you know, I'm yeah, you know, learned in a basement. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, I was actually taught by uh, the owner of Solstice. Cool. <laughs> um, cool. And uh, you know, environmental controls I think are probably a big part of it. Um, you know, maybe the nutrients, the, mm. the style of, of how it grows, you know, mm. Um, mm. the air, the dirt that maybe blows through the outdoor yeah. plant. I just, you know, there's something about indoor that just tastes a little better, smells a little better. It tastes more refined. Yeah. And I, I suppose it is in some ways, right? It's controlled and, and yeah. all of that. Interesting. I'm sure there's people that'll shoot me for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. I say things that are yeah. largely unpopular. I love it all though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so what is what is this? What are we looking at here? Uh, this so is this a dope is, pen. This is our dope pen. So it's a uh, um, it's a vaporizer. Cool. Yep. And um, you know we uh, we launched these two years ago or so. So you know it's a way for people to consume the product. And who's manufacturing this for you? Uh, we manufacture them out of China. Uh, you do them yourself? Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, we do it all ourselves. Yeah. And, um, you know, every uh, every couple months we'll release a new line. Like this is um, obviously kind of our Hawaiian uh, uh, floral-themed line. Yeah, uh, James, the same thing, but just uh, Yep, same one, just, just all white. Here's an all-black version. The cool. all-white and the all-black we have all the time. But cool. every three months we'll pick a new design and put it out there. It, it lasts for three months. We, we usually do five, 10,000 of them. When they sold, they'll they'll never be back again. Never be back again. Well, you know, that's the plan. Maybe one day if we get an insane demand, you know. Come back with a limited edition. We'll bring back a limited like edition. Like Nike does and stuff, you yeah. know. Get the new colorway going. Yeah. Cool. What else do we have on the, this huge trophy here? What, what yeah. did you win this for? This is uh, the Dope Cup Washington Best Non-Solvent CBD Concentrate. If you're watching this, come pick up your trophy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's for the, uh, the Dope Cup. So... We were talking about earlier, it's like the High Times uh, um, Cannabis Cup. We throw a dope cup. Mm -hmm. um, we do it in Washington and Oregon, and we'll be expanding, uh, you know, down into Colorado, California, Arizona. Very cool. And uh, it's just a cool experience. You know, we try to put a little uh, a little bit of a fun 
spin on it where it's not just you know a cannabis cup it's uh you know that lifestyle we have cool concerts and cool. you know yeah and and so obviously the magazine is your your biggest driver right yeah. that's got to be the biggest revenue driver but these other sort of ancillary streams how's it going i mean they're they're relatively new yeah they're relatively guys, right? new yeah. um it goes great i mean our events is is probably uh one of our favorite and you know um uh, things that we get ex the most excited about because it's a way to showcase the industry and you know here around dope you know we throw around lifestyle brand all the time and you know uh, um, sometimes there's a comparison between us and Red Bull um, as far as the fact that you know they've got their energy drink but then they create this whole culture around their events and bring in that whole community that really doesn't have anywhere to go I mean you know where does a cannabis consumer go right now to have fun or to experience the cannabis lifestyle especially if they're new to it yeah you know so we try to give them that avenue give them that experience put on a spot where they can go and feel comfortable and safe and just you know love the cannabis lifestyle with with us and be dope yeah very cool and you're also working on a video uh product as well right dope tv did i, did I see anything uh about you know there's rumors of dope tv you know it's something we're looking at obviously um uh, you know, being media, you know, we want to be able to go out there and, and, and take that to the next level. And, yeah. you know, when we're out at these conferences, be able to, uh, you know, give people an outlet to, uh, to express ourselves through that. But, um, you know, one of the main things we're just going to start with is, you know, putting videos up online. And, you know, if we feature uh, um, a dispensary or if we feature a strain of the month, now being able to actually go down there and, you know, film the dispensary or videotape the strain and just give the, you know, that cannabis consumer, that reader a better, a better uh, experience of it and make the decision if they want to go down there and check it out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm a big proponent of video, mm -hmm. uh, obviously. You guys should definitely do it. Yeah. You've you got an amazing brand. You should push, push that reach as far as you can. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah you yeah. know, we, uh, we say our, our big, hairy, audacious goal around here is to be the, the largest cannabis brand in the world. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a great one. That's big, right? <laughs> That's big. I like it. Well, we've come to my favorite part of the show here. I love to ask the guests about their own personal consumption of cannabis. What kind of strains do you like? How do you like to smoke? Do you like edibles? You know, oh, man. what kind of doper are you? <laughs> <laughs> Does that word get used? You're, are we dopers? I, I guess, you know. <laughs> what, what are people at dope called? Do you have like a name? Dopers? Dopes? No. Dopes is like cannabis, con nah, cannabis consumer, I guess. Cannabis right. consumer. Got you it. know, when we're making fun of you, you're a doper. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, uh, I'm not an edibles guy. Um, Me neither. I, they just, they just get me too messed up, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm, a, I mean, I'm a daily cannabis consumer, but um, I usually don't consume during the day. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I mean, I still, you know, if I consume cannabis, me, I still get high. And, yeah. You know, if there's certain things I need to work on a function, you know, it's it's more difficult to do if I'm designing a new logo or if I'm Absolutely. working on something. Yeah, cannabis helps with the creative side of it. Um, but for me, I mean, personally. Uh, um, uh, I have a little bit of back pain from, you know, probably years of football and, you know, car accidents. Um, and I have a hard time sleeping. So I like, you know, uh, purples, cushes, UW purple, critical, mm. uh, critical purple kush, yep. um, things like that. And all flowers or do you like concentrates as well? I'm pretty much a flower guy. You know, I mean, I take a dab here and there, but. Yeah, me too. If it's there, if you're yeah. offering, sure. But mostly, like, I want flowers. If so I have nothing to do and no one to see, <laughs> if yeah. I take a dab, I'm. And I'm out of commission. Joints, bongs, vaporizers. How do you? Uh, like you know, um, yeah, I've got a bong in my house, and that's uh, the majority of how I use it. But recently, I would say in the last um, uh, six months to a year, it's really turned into joints. Mm. Um, part of it probably is dope has its own joint pack 
uh, that it. we've released. But uh, also with recreational, there's so many good joints out there from from different uh, pre rolls. Yeah, different yeah. pre rolls from different producer processors, where um, it's just simple and easy. And if you find a good one that actually uses flour and grinds it down, it's not like crappy trim. It's yeah, nice, right. Good it's bugs. not like what fell on the floor yeah. or whatever. It's yeah, yeah and it's easy. Exactly. Yeah, it's always a red flag if the shop dispensary whatever whatever we're calling them these days, uh, if they give it to you for free. Yeah. Probably not what you want to smell. I, just, just my opinion. Yeah, but. free joints for everybody who walks through the door. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's really situational. I mean, I like joints a lot, particularly if it's social, mm -hmm. right? If there's two or three people, it's great. I've been using the vape XL a lot yep. recently. You know what the vape XL? Yeah. Yep. So uh, that's a pretty cool product. Uh, it's kind of like a bong vaporizer combo. Um, but yeah, I like uh, I like a green crack a lot. Yeah, green crack is good. Terrible name. Awesome strain. Though. Yeah, awesome we strain. Uh, um, uh, there's a, uh, actually a, a strain of green crack um, that uh, has been changed to Dragon's Breath. Yeah, uh, was a new name yeah. uh, that it got. Uh, so I like I like that name a little bit better. Yeah, I've seen it as Green Dragon before. Green Dragon. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I like. Uh, um, I mean, you know, probably one of the most popular strains in the world, Blue Dream. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of that. So. Yeah, there's just so many. Yeah. I, it's so hard to know. Well, this is where the branding comes in, right? Like we need somebody, the best person's Blue Dream, yeah, not just Blue Dream. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the you know the race for cannabis brands probably really started a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, you know. You used to uh, go in, and it's just, you know, the grower would bring in a bag of weed and sell it, and the dispensary or co-op puts it in its own jar, and you know you just go in and kind of what's good today, you yeah. know. And now you're really seeing you know or you'd go in and say you know do you have blue dream or do you have uh you know green crack or god's gift and now you really start to see people you know building that brand loyalty you know and saying oh do you have uh you know western cultured in or mm. do you have fat panda mm. or dog star or mm. whatever the brand may be so it's it's interesting which is exactly how it should be yeah every right. other industry in the world right every other industry yeah well trek it's been a pleasure thank you so much for having us here plug some stuff uh, dope.com, dopemagazine.com, yep, dope Twitter, Instagram, dope pin, hashtag dope, you know, do it all. Just live the dope lifestyle. Dope and, lifestyle. And support the cannabis industry and, and, you know, let down the stigma of it's, you know, it's uh, this crazy plant that kills people. It, it yeah. saves lives. Yeah. It's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us here. And uh, thank you for watching. We'll see you next time.